I think at the end of the day, you become a household name in the CFL by performing well in the playoffs. So I think anytime you're evaluating somebody, I think when the game's at its uh, greatest consequence and you perform well, I think it shows more than just in the regular season. But I don't discount the regular season either because I think that's what, you know, that's how you become a better football player and a more experienced football player. So, you know, at the end of the day, guys who um, want to be remembered, I guess, at the end of the day, or teams that want to be remembered win in the playoffs and do well in the playoffs. You know, you're a passionate coach. What are you, are you about pregame speeches? Are you the kind of guy that talks to guys before games, or do you prefer to leave it in the room? And No, I'm not a pregame speech guy at all. I mean, I talk during the week. Um, you know, I make some notes on papers in my office just before I go out and speak. I don't take a lot of time to think about it. I just go on feel. And, um, you know, so I'm not a big pregame guy. I mean, I say my little things I need to say and then get more focused on, on getting out to the field. I know you're not in control of Vegas and, and creating the odds, but you guys are favorites heading into this game in a, in a visitor's barn. Why do you think you guys are favored over the, over the Bombers? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that's for other people to determine. I, I believe in our team. Um, I think we've, we're, we're a good road team. I think we've proved that throughout the year. Um, you know, we've played these guys tough, not only this year, but the last two years. So I think it's a tightly contested game every time we step on the field. Um, you know, I believe in our team. I just believe in how we're playing. Uh, we're playing really good football right now. And you hope that translates into playing a good playoff game as well. Jason, over the course of the season, you, you lost a lot of players to, to injuries. And uh, you also added some players, a couple through trades, John Chick, C.J. Gable, a couple of guys coming back from the National Football League who had familiarity with your locker room and Aaron Grimes and Darrell Walk. Could you speak to the, the importance of those four players in, in coming at a time when you guys were, were, you know, where things were getting away from you a bit? Yeah, I mean, this year has been so up and down with injuries, you know, setting a record, a dubious extinction of having, you know, the most players start on a, on, in a season, play on a season, uh, injured in a season, to have those four gentlemen that you named um, become a part of your team due out of necessity for one thing and then just being available for another. Um, I couldn't think of four better guys to add to anybody's roster than those guys. I mean, John, John's been a great player his whole career, experienced football player, and when we had a D lineman go down and he was available to go out and get him was tremendous. To have our running back situation start from day one, getting uh, John White hurt, and then having the other two guys that we counted on and we were excited about just not be able to stay healthy, and all of a sudden C.J. Gable's available to you, and a guy that you feel like complements your offense extremely well and has played in big games. <laughs> so you kind of get excited about that that move. Um, you know, Darrell Walker, as much as we were hoping he'd make it down south, you know, as good as our receiving core is, we had injuries throughout the entire year to it. And so when you're able to add a piece of Darrell Walker, who all of us know and love in Edmonton, who Mike and him have such a great rapport, um, uh, you know, he's tremendous. And so all of a sudden, at a time of need, he falls in your lap. And then the final one with Grimes, I mean, can competing against him, and watching him play from afar, you don't get to appreciate what he's about until you're in the locker room with him, till you're practicing against him, till you see him on a day-to-day -day basis compete, and then watch him play and learn our system so quickly and adapt to a new position. I think he's been the one guy that I can, <laughs> that has been the biggest surprise to me. Not that he's doing so well and all that, just 
so thankful that he's a part of our football club because he ultimately makes us so much better. Um, you know, I just love the, the way he plays football. And I've been a, a fan, I'm a fan of football. So when you, when you're a coach and, um, you're looking at an organization or you're, you're, you know, head coach of one of them, you know, sometimes people forget that you're fans of players too. And I'm a huge fan of Aaron Grimes, the way he plays the game. Um, you know, so excited about his, uh, transformation onto our team and, and what he's brought to us. Jason, did did you believe all along that Nichols would play? And talk about what he means to their team. Yeah, I, I people asked me towards the end of the week, and maybe I was a little curt with the answer yesterday of saying I don't care if he plays or not. I mean, it's because I expect him to play. I mean, I expect any player that's gone through 18 games with their team, and it's the most you know important game of the year. You're going to at least give a try and give a chance to go. Um, and I, we all know Matt. I think we all know how tough he is coming from Edmonton and the things he did there and things he had to overcome. And um, so I figured if there was one guy other than Mike Riley that would go out there and give her a go, it'd be, it would be Matt. So, um, you know, and what he means to this organization, Winnipeg, I mean, he's won a lot of games since he's become the starting quarterback. And I think um, when you come into a new situation and you're given the reins and making the most of it and then ultimately becoming the leader of an organization and been there for it and won games for him, um, and we all know how good of a guy Matt is, so he's a great leader on and off the field. I think it's a guy that you definitely are excited about leading your organization. As a former quarterback, how much will quarterback play determine the outcome of this game? Well, I think anytime you look at the playoffs, and I think when you watch CFL football games, you know the quarterback determines a lot of it how he's playing. So, um, but. You know, there's a lot of guys that can determine it, but if you're going to put your money on anybody determining the outcome of the game, I'd, you'd always have a quarterback high on the list because he's touching the ball on nearly every play, um, and he's having to make decisions in high-packed high, or high-stakes uh, football. So, you know, there's room for error, or there's no room for error, and you know, one mistake can cost you. So, um, at the end of the day, I think both quarterbacks are going to have a say in it, or however many quarterbacks play in it. Um, but it's obviously a team game, so it's going to come down to all the guys around them as well. What's the key for your team to win this game in a hostile environment? Well, do well with the crowd noise. I mean, we've practiced it all week, so obviously not hurt yourself. Be disciplined with that. Um, we talked about it at the beginning of the week. Ball security is first and foremost on your minds when you play Winnipeg. I mean, they've been so, so good at taking the ball away and doing something with it. So you'd like to limit your, your turnovers um, and hopefully win the turnover battle against them. Um, and if they do happen to get one from you, you want to limit the damage right off the bat. So, but other than that, playing disciplined physical football, um, you know, I know Mike O'Shea's uh, teams have always been disciplined. I think he was one and two and well, one in turnover, one or two in turnovers, one in penalties, something like that. So, in the top in both those categories that we believe are keys to victory in our organization. So, um, and then on top of it, just being physical. I think both teams are built to get to the quarterback and protect the quarterback and open up running holes for the running back. So whichever team can control the line of scrimmage is going to win this game.